What's up, y'all? Welcome to Life as Young Believers, episode seven. Wow, it's been a lo- it's been a long way coming. How do you feel, Christian, bro? No, I feel good. I feel great. Feels great to be back together, doing this together, man. I'm excited for this episode we have today. It's going to really be impactful. Yeah this the, the this topic that we're doing this week is going to be all on temptation. Um, yeah, but. But what I like to call this, what I like to call this topic is let's ace the quiz. Nice, nice. I like that nice touch you got, <laughs> like a, like a poem or something. But let's pray then, shall we? So, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for another chance to talk about your word. Actually, Lord, teach us new things, Lord, and help us understand your word better. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. So I want to start off today by saying a verse. Um, this verse is James chapter 1, verse 12. It says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who, who love him. Um, so what, what, that, what that verse is saying is God, God, is, God is going to bless those who, who don't complain about who don't complain about the troubles and the hurts that they're going through, but who endure and embrace the, the troubles and the, and the, and the hard times that they're going through. Uh, and, and it says, it says afterward, meaning after, after you go through, after you go through those testings and those temptations, uh, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And and that, that that just that just shows us so much, right? Because because I remember I was I was reading the Bible um the other day and 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 I saw that that God God is not gonna get us out of those out of those hard times, right? He he's not just gonna if we if we have those temptations, which we all do have those temptations, he's not gonna get us out of it. He will give us a way to get out of it, but we have to choose to 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 follow that way to get out of it. Yeah, and I want to make this clear, like a, a little foundation for the topic today. So to be clear, God is a tester, not a tempter. The enemy is a tempter. So to make a to make a aware, God tests, but Satan tempts. So if if, if you actually guys know in the Bible, it says that, you know, Satan has to ask permission, right? He asks permission to tempt us. So that means, right, through that, God tests us by allowing Satan to, te- to tempt us, right? And and if you think about it, we're all going to be tempted. So I want to say this because I think a lot of people struggle, to, struggle with this. They were like, oh, is temptation a sin? No, temptation is not a sin, right? Temptation is just... You know, you being tempted for something, but it's a sin when you actually indulge in that temptation. Yeah, that, that that's so true. Um, but today we're gonna focus. We're, we're gonna focus on a, on on one chapter that 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 I really love. It's personally my my favorite my favorite chapter of the whole Bible. It's Matthew chapter four. Um, and in Matthew chapter four, all all through all all through chapter four, right? Um. This is when this is when Jesus fasted forty days and forty nights, and and we we see Jesus being tempted 
and 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 tested so many times, right? Yeah. But but he he didn't fall through. He, he didn't fall through to to those temptations, right? Mm. The the devil came to him in person, and and tried to tempt Jesus. Um, and and we we see that when we see that when 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 he he told Jesus, if if you're the son of God, then turn turn the stone into bread, right? He he's tempting him. He, he, he the devil's tempting Jesus because he knows that he can do it, right? But if you keep if you keep reading on, it says it, it says it says that nobody nobody can can tempt Jesus. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That also shows us right that the thing that we should be calling out to when we get tempted is Jesus, because he actually you know. As we know, Jesus was 100% man and 100% God, but he was tempted by the sand. So when we're going through temptation, we need to call on the name of Jesus because he's the one that understands he went through it, but he's the one that never engaged in temptation. He showed us how to fight temptation. He was an example of how we should approach that. Yeah, so... So one one thing I wanted to say that that that's going to be very important is um, to to go back to what I said about about Jesus being tempted, right? He he, he was he was led by the Spirit into that desert. Mm. He he wasn't the, the 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 Holy Spirit wasn't wasn't leading him so he can be so he can be tempted. No, it was a test, right? God God tested Jesus. You know, the the Holy Spirit led him into that into that desert so he could be tested. Let me say this very clearly. The Holy Spirit, right, he's a convictor, not a condemner. Condemner means they punish you for what you've done. But convicting conviction, like what the Holy Spirit does, he shows you what you are doing and shows you that you need to stop doing it, right? So that's what the Holy Spirit was doing, right? Showing us that he led Jesus into a time that he will be tempted. Not to bring them down, but to lift them up. So that's what the Holy Spirit does with us. He shows us what we're doing wrong. And he shows us like temptation that we shouldn't indulge, indulge in this or, you know, do that sin or do or something simple like, you know, don't get tattoos anymore. He convicts us, the Holy Spirit. And like in Matthew, he shows us that he actually, he um, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. So sometimes, y'all should write this down. Sometimes, the Holy Spirit will lead you into the wilderness. That's for everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I want you guys to think about something. Right, I'm going to say a few sentences, and I just want you guys to think about this. Right, so we, we, we've all been through school, right? No matter whether you're in, no, no, no matter whether you're still a teenager or, or you're older and, you've, and you're in college or you, you've already been through college. Right. We've all had teachers that tested us. Actually, every teacher that, that we've had has tested us, right? It's a it's an actual like you have to get tested. Exactly. Right. So so most of us have have, have two different types of teachers. The two different types of teachers uh, that we had are those who tested us to reinforce what we know and those who test us to try to trip us up and what we don't know. Mm. Right. So so I want you guys to, to think about how you understand the character of God 
right? What which kind of test? What which kind of test giver do do you believe that he is? Mm. He's the one that you know. He tests us with things we know, right? He'll test you to to build you up, not bring you down, right? He'll test you because he's trying to advance you in your calling, but you have to go through a season where it's going to look painful. It's going to feel painful, but at the same time, he's doing that because he needs that as his testimony. Like we talked about testimonies, he's going to tempt you so you can testify on what he did and what he brought you from. It's all, it's always for his glory, guys. Exactly. So another thing I want you guys to think of, right? What what is an area in your life that you're that that you're being tempted in right now, mm-hmm. right? So I want you guys to to think about that temptation that you guys have right now. They, oh. they, they think about that that test that you guys are going through right now, right? And I just want you guys to think about: Is it better to ask God to remove that temptation, or is it better to ask God to help you pass that test? Yeah, and I'll just share what many men. And woman going through, which is sexual temptation. We can all agree on that. Even if you don't want to agree, we all struggle with sexual temptation. But at the same time, we have to understand that's for a reason, right? God's trying to break us from something, right? You know, He's trying, you know, He's trying to liberate us from pornography or lust, right? So when we when we get tempted sexually, don't indulge in sin, but seek it as an opportunity to learn on how you're getting tested right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so as we look more into Matthew chapter four, right? There, there were three different temptations that Matthew recorded for us, for, for us, um, and they they fall into real broad category that that can be applied to temptations that we face today, right? So first, there was an appeal to physical needs. Um, like I said earlier, Jesus was hungry, and the devil tempted him. To make the stone become bread, so Ooh. that that was the first temptation that, or the the first, yeah, the the first of the of the three temptations was was that appeal to physical needs. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're all gonna struggle with that, and that's a big one. Physical needs. I'll say it again. Sexual temptation. Well, even though things like you're on a cat, you're on a, um a diet or you're fasting and you see something that's sweet and you're like, oh, I want to eat that so bad. You know, we're all going to go through these physical temptations, even Jesus did. So that shows us we're going to overcome it, but at the same time, we're going to have to go through it. Exactly. Now, now the second one was there was, there was a temptation to, to, to take a shortcut, right? Jesus knew what, what he needed to do to, to fulfill our father God's plan, right? He had to go to Jerusalem, he had to suffer, and he had to be killed, as as we see in, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 21, right? The devil tempted Jesus to bypass all of that with a dramatic display of God's power that, that would firmly establish Jesus as a son of God, right? So then, mm-hmm. there we see he's, he's tempting, he, he's tempting Jesus once again, right? When he he's tempting him, so so th- this may this may come up as a little confusing um, to some, right? But but as we see, right, Jesus had a plan, or or God had a plan for Jesus, right? It was it was to go to Jerusalem to suffer and be killed for our sins, 
right? But but the devil was tempting Jesus, um, basically saying that that if he's the son of God, then then why why doesn't he why why can't he reverse that plan since since he has the power of God? Hmm. Um, I'll I'll explain that real quick actually. So the second temptation you're talking about taking a shortcut. So I'll explain that God is a God of he's going to good and, and you know the devil is bad. But I want to say this real quick. God is a God of he's a mystery, right? And at the same time, he he's a God of patience and he takes his time, right? He takes on his time, which sometimes may seem long. So sometimes, you know, we're in a place where we have to go through being tempted, you know, in a stronghold. And the enemy will try to make us take a shortcut, which, you know, stop believing in God, stop reading the word, or even take our own life. So we have to understand, you know, sometimes we're going through a season, but God wants us in that season, but the enemy doesn't want us because he knows that season will make us stronger and won't make us better. So he'll try to make us take the 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 easy way out by either killing ourselves or just fleeing from God in that season because he's trying to cover our eyes and say God is not with us but the Lord is always with us so that that pretty so that sums it up pretty good yeah now the this last temptation right sometimes it, it even cracks me up because I can I can picture I can picture Jesus' face after after what he said right so the final temptation was the devil tempted Jesus with power. He says this, and I quote, I will give you the kingdoms of the world if you worship me. Right. We we, we all know. That, right. He said no. Right. Because the devil, the, the devil's trying, trying to tempt Jesus. Um, be, be, because he, he knows that he has that power. Right. The, the, the devil could never touch Jesus. The the, the devil could he can never touch us, right? The devil tempts us because he knows he knows that he can't get to us, right? So we he he can't get to us on his own. So we have to make that choice to follow that temptation, or or to not follow that temptation. And and every time every time I think of this last this last temptation, I, I think of I, I I can picture Jesus's face. With a smile and him just laughing. Yeah, and I'm gonna give a little insight on how personally I have overcome temptation. And you're gonna think it's funny, but this works. And you know, when when I'm getting tempted, the thing I do is literally scream Jesus. And I could be anywhere in my room, anywhere, and I yell Jesus. Why? You may ask. You have to understand, Satan and his angels, Satan and his army trembles at the name of Jesus. So we have to use that to our advantage. So when you're getting tempted, scream the name of Jesus with all your heart because you know that the enemy has to tremble against his name, that when you have Jesus in your heart, nothing will stand against you. So it says in Romans 8, 31, I think, if God is for us, who can be against us? So scream the name of Jesus and he will help you out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that the that verse that that you just read was powerful, and 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 to add on, um, with with verses right, um, after after Jesus was tempted those three times, 
Um, he he res- he responded to all three of the devil temptations with scripture, right? But but we we see he he didn't say, "Oh, hold on, devil, um, give me a second while I look up this verse." No, he he had God's word hidden in his heart, right, so that he wouldn't sin against God. But as as followers of Jesus Christ, we we need to be in God's word every day. Not not just pulling the Bible off the shelf in case of in case of emergency, right? Um, that case of emergency is 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 it, it's something it's something a, a lot a lot of a lot of us can can really relate to today, right? In case of emergency, those four words, right? In case of emergency, right? Some some of us we just we just like it says we 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 pull we pull that Bible off the shelf in case of emergency, right? And we say that a lot on social media now, right? If if somebody sees something, um they're they're quick to pull the Bible off the shelf where they in in years and 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 try and try to find try to find a Bible verse that'll support their saying. But they won't read further in in into into why into why that 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 wasn't right. Or, or that was wrong. Um, so that in case of emergency needs to change to, mm. to we, we need to, um, like Jesus did, we need to have, we need to have God's word um, already like, like scripted in our heart. Let me say this. The only way you can defeat the enemy, write this down. The only, the only way you can defeat the enemy is by staying in the word of God. It's not by praying. Yes, praying and worshiping. But at the same time, there's something when you read the word of God, it's literally, it says in the word, it says that it's our offensive weapon. It's our sword. So every single day you should be in the word of God studying. Because if you don't, you don't have no offensive attack. You don't have nothing. So study the word of God so you have life into you. So when death comes to you, you can fight it with life. It's the spirit. As mm-hmm. it says, as it says in, in Ephesians six chapter or chapter six verse seventeen, right? It, it it quotes it. It says, it says the the word of God is the sword of the spirit, right? And, and we we see in the Bible we we have we have that sword, right? If we have that sword and if we have our 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 armor, our our breastplate, our our helmet, our our boots, dude. If we have all that, the, the the devil can't, devil can't, can't touch us, right? Um. So, so like 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 Julian was saying, right? The 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 Bible that's our sword. It's the only offensive weapon in our entire arsenal, right? I, w- I want you guys to think about that, right? So we we can think of this as a war, right? Well, yeah, let's think of this as a war. Right. This is a we're, war. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're we're on one side and, and and we have we have an army. Now I I like to think of this army as I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie Three Hundred, but I personally love that movie. Um and it it was about there was a real small army um that that went and challenged one of the biggest armies known to mankind. Now I like to think of, of this war as that. Right, because because the 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 army of of the devil is bigger and bigger every day, right? And 
and the the army of God, it's it's not as big as that as that worldly army, right? But the army of God is more powerful in every single way because we have yeah. because we we have that offensive weapon, right? Mm-hmm. So so like I said, I like to think of this as a war, but I like to think of this as an old school war, right? I like to think of this where where we we have that sword, we have that modern day technology. Bible, right, as our sword and the other army, they have nothing but fist, right? If if you had if you have a sword and a fist coming at each other, what what do you think is gonna win? It's sword, obviously. Yeah, it's it's kind of self explanatory. You know, so so it, even if even if our army is smaller than the worldly army, there, 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 there's no way that we can lose if we have if we if we have that sword. Yeah, I'm going to say this real quick because I feel this is my spirit. If you are getting tempted right now, which we all do, don't feel down because <laughs> all of us get tempted. I get tempted. Pastors get tempted. The lowest, you know. People on the street get tempted. Everybody gets tempted. So don't bring yourself down. But you have to understand if you engage in that temptation, then it becomes sin. You guys understand? So don't feel down down when you're getting tempted because we're all going to get tempted just like Jesus got tempted. So I want you to understand that when you get tempted, don't look at it as something that's bad that's going on in your life. But look at it as an opportunity to call on the name of Jesus and to advance in your calling. Listen, we get tempted, and j- just just like Jesus got tempted, right? In First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen, it states the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful, all, yes. all capital letters. And God is faithful; He will not allow temptation to be more than you can stand. You, when you are tempted. He will show you a way out so so that you can endure, which goes back to what I was talking about in the beginning, right? God is not going to take you out of that situation. He's not going to take you out of that temptation because God doesn't tempt you, right? So if he doesn't tempt you, then why should he take you out of that temptation? Because it's a test. It's, it's a test to see whether you fall into that temptation or you say, nah, devil, this ain't for me, bro. This ain't for me. Right. So so that that's leading on to the next thing I want to tell you guys. Right. When we when we resist, the devil flees and the spirit strengthens us. Yeah. And bro, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And how do I say this? When you resist the enemy, that allows the Holy Spirit to flow on you. So God is seeing if you will follow what he has taught you or just give up and, you know, suck up to the temptation. So understand when you're getting tempted, it's an opportunity to let the Holy Spirit flow through you. I want to say, I want to say that. Yeah, no, right. So in Matthew chapter 4, verse um, and man, listen, we, we could probably go on for, for days talking about uh, Matthew chapter 4 and, and temptation. Right, but in Matthew chapter four, verse eleven, verse eleven says says that the devil left Jesus, and angels came and attempted and and attended him. Right, so right there, right it it, it looks a little it looks a little different 
it, it looks a little different than than what it is today. Right. So when when Jesus was alive, right, and and he was tempted for Jesus, that there was the physical presence of God's angels. Right. But what I want to tell you guys right now is we have the same promise from God that Jesus had. Right. So so we would the angels angels may not may not come right right at the very moment that, that you face that temptation and, and, and they won't grab your hand. But but like I said, we still have that we have that same <laughs> promise that we, Sorry, we have the same promise from God that Jesus has. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to end it right, right there. And before we close, I want to say something. Directly after Jesus left the wilderness, after he was tempted, what does it say? Jesus begins his ministry. Matthew chapter 4, verse 12. Jesus preaches in Galilee. So I want you to understand, you're going to have to go through wilderness to get to the next step in your faith. So when you're tempted, when you're getting tempted, Remind yourself that this is an opportunity to advance my calling. So, guys, that was episode seven of Life as Young Believers. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I pray you guys really are going to sit back and, you know, meditate and ask God, you know, specifically, what should I take away from this? Any last words, Christian? Uh, nah, man. I, I just, I just want to say, uh, like. Like we said earlier, you know, God isn't a tempter, but He is a tester. So when 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 you see when you see those hard those times of hardship and and those those struggles that 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 you're about to go through, um, don't don't sit there and complain about it. Just embrace it. Um, but but yeah, that that that's all I really want to say, and we'll, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. All right, y'all. We love you guys. Thank you for everything you do. You know, check out our website and check out all our social media on Instagram. God bless you guys.